0: This is where my theme music would go. I'm still trying. I can't commit to a theme song, <laughs> uh, Curtis. I can't. I'm going to loop. I'm trying to do a little beatboxing. I know. I think I'm just going to loop a bunch of people that have tried to, you know, fill in and and make and do like a hyper mix. But it's just one of those things where it's just like, I'll know it when I hear it and I haven't heard it yet. And I also kind of like not having it. Because so I have been interacting with other podcast hosts on social media. Look at me go. I'm actually trying to use social media for something, you know, beneficial. And, uh, you know, so my good pods, if any of uh, you other indie podcasts are listening, check out good pods. They got a really great community and stuff like that, too. And everybody's like, well, you should have a theme song. And I'm, I, part of me just wants to be like... I but I don't have to, you know, like I kind of want to go uh, counterculture on that. So I'm kind of, I'm in limbo right now, but for now that is where the yeah. theme would go. Well, I'll,
1: I'll beatbox wherever you want me to. Uh, I can do that. Um, <laughs> I might need you on the wherever skins. You need you. Yeah, I, got, I I Yeah, I don't need to beatbox, man. I'll just get a couple of drums and I'll just play for you,
0: play a little beat for you. Now, are you a full-range percussionist? Could you do like a bongo solo or are you just strictly like Neil Peart? Yeah.
1: No, man. Uh, I, I played pretty much everything. I'm pretty, I'm pretty mediocre at all percussion. I'm not bad at any of them. <laughs> I'm at least average on everything. So I did. I used to have a, a little uh, bongo solo back in the day for, wipe, for Wipeout in a pet band just for fun so nice yeah yeah <laughs> so I, you name it i got you
0: well, all right Play man, the xylophone xylophone can you do the triangle can you do a, a oh absolutely triangle?
1: yeah triangle chimes i got you no matter what it is if it's percussion i got it
0: Ooh, what i really want um and i recently watched commando for like the 912th time steel drums <laughs> Those- yeah man
1: i yeah. Yeah, for sure. I can do some steel drums for it. No problem. They're expensive, but if you if you own them, I can play them. No problem.
0: One of my favorite, like um old school, I'm gonna go way off topic because that's what we do anyway. Um, there yep. used to be a Sesame Street, you know, every now and then, like they did the Cran factory, which was really dope. You saw yeah. crayons were made. They did one where they sawed off like the end of a um barrel, you know, like one of those big barrels you know that that they always stereotypically put in movies where duop singers were warming their hands in front of fires on the street one of those like industrial metal barrels and they made a steel drum out of the yeah. end of it and i always thought that was like the coolest thing ever man. <laughs> do you remember that one
1: yeah, I think so. I do. I think so. Oh, at the very least, I remember episodes that had steel drums, you know, <laughs> where uh, I don't know where gong. I mean, Gonger or whomever would be playing on him, You know, Gonger always had the gong though that he would hit too. So he's my favorite character on Sesame Street. Very underrated, but anyways,
0: I always uh, my underrated kid was Sweetums. I always like Sweetums, the big, tall, a good lumbering man of few words, but just looked like he could. Do whatever he can move mountains, Sweetums. <laughs> All right, man. We're I, I I texted you because we haven't done a bag in a while, so so we're gonna change things up from some of our normal to do. Um, I'm not yeah. gonna talk about my kids uh, deleting 18 months of work and MP3 files off my computer, and we're not. <laughs> yeah, that face. Yeah. That's why we went Ooh, throwback dude. last week for, for my faithful audience. Thanks again for tuning in. Um, yep. It was my, I'm going go my fault on that one. Like I, I left the room for six seconds. So, um, but yeah, uh, I digress. But, <laughs> but just recently, all those that are local here, you know, this is Payne productions. Those listening in, champagne. were sad to hear, but I, you know, it's, it's a blossoming of new beginnings. So what one person's sadness is another person's happiness and, and everything is cyclical. And my friend Curtis here had his last shift on Wixie 100.3 as the morning show host, man. So I figured yeah. we'd get together to talk about finales and do a, a, a full draft of six finales. So congratulations, my man.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's a little bittersweet because um, I love doing that show. And I love uh, Champaign-Urbana. I love the communities that we served, all the towns around uh, CU. Um, but, you know, man, I just, it's just one of those things where it was time and I've been missing a lot with the kiddos. I want to spend more time with the twins. And that's, you know, that's stuff you can't get back. So, um, nope. I am I am not done with radio by any means. I would imagine I'll be popping up somewhere on the radio dial in the future. Hell yeah! But uh, for right now, you know, catch my breath and uh, <laughs> and just be dad, you know, for a little while. So I'm pretty excited about that. But it's good. It's a, it's all good.
0: Well, I remember your your text of oh, I just deleted my 4 a.m. alarm. That feels good. Yeah, man. <laughs> You said it, brother. You can't get this time back, man. So yeah, I cheers to you and, and I know you will be back. We'll all be waiting for it, man. So congratulations.
1: Yeah. And in all seriousness, I can't uh, thank you enough for your support over the last several months, Ryan, because you've been, you, a lot of people may not know this, but Ryan's a pretty good guy. Turns out Ryan's a pretty good friend. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's been with me blow by blow through some, some tough times and, and he's had my back. And so, um, you you know you know that it was it was the right right thing to do as well. So this is it's the right move for my family and me for right now. Like I said, I'll be back on the radio dial in the in the future. But uh, for now, I am going to put all of my eggs in the Pain Productions basket. If I become homeless, it's because this podcast has failed. It must not a success.
0: Well, say hello to your listeners in Indonesia because we're picking them <laughs> up left and right, man. So you don't doubt the reach of the Double P Pain Productions, my friend. We're- <laughs> We're growing, baby. We're thriving. We're surviving. I love it, man. Oh. <laughs> I was shocked myself. I'm like, Indonesia, really? All right, bring it, man. We love you. Thank you. Tell all your friends. Oh. All right, so the the word finale, you know, is kind of a loose meaning. I'm not commonly it would, you know, go for series finales of shows, which is most of my list. I do have couple interesting picks that maybe we can discuss but oh okay okay but always as my guest on the bag of six mr curtis allen you have first pick and i have a clue where you're going but you might surprise me i might surprise you well listen i've
1: got uh i've got quite a deep bench here that i'm picking from
0: because Mm -hmm. i
1: went I, i see i thought we were just going straight TV finales. I Mm. didn't know that there were little caveats. Like,
0: Mm. are you
1: going to do something like, oh, it was the finale on a Bourbon Street steak? They don't have anymore at Chili, (laughs) or something like that. Like that's not that shouldn't count. If that's what you're going to do, you never know, man. You never know. All right. Well, I'm going to go with what I feel, uh, in my opinion, is the most satisfying finale in TV history. This is just my humble opinion. My first pick in the bag of six for finales is the TV finale. Of Breaking Bad.
0: Boom! There it is. And that's what yeah. I was gonna guess.
1: Yeah, I think that uh, that finale is so perfect and so well done and it wraps up everything in a logical sense. It's pretty rare that there is a TV finale that doesn't have a lot of complaints. And I don't know anybody that has any complaints about what happens to Walter White, his family, and the rest of the characters you you came to know on the show Breaking Bad. So to me, that's my first overall
0: pick. My favorite part was the laser pointers. Beautiful,
1: so smart.
0: I love bringing Badger back in it, and like yes. the guys and that that was that might have been my favorite part of the whole episode. The
1: the two baddest assassins in <laughs> yeah. the Southwest. Yes, I loved it. <laughs> loved everything about it, and it's still like. Vince gilligans he's such a great writer, the creator of the show, and they found great ways to sprinkle in a lot of that humor. There was always uh, a level of dark humor to Breaking Bad that that, you know, brought some much needed levity because that last the last couple seasons are heavy, man. There's there's oh. not a lot of giggling in those last few seasons of Breaking Bad. It is about as serious as it gets. Yeah. And um, to have those sort of moments still in the finale in the finale was great. So. Nothing
0: but love, 10 out of 10 for Breaking Bad's finale. It was a very good episode, Curtis. And I, oh, and I assumed you were going to take that first, but for me, mm-hmm. the finale of Breaking Bad was one El Camino, and that is my first pick, sir. Oh, because uh huh, it is the true wrap up. You learn about Walt, Walt is dead, and you oh, get. You know, I don't get me wrong. I love Jesse driving away and some of the actual like mystery of what happened because Walt's bleeding out. But you don't know if he got arrested. You don't know if he died. Those kind of things. And and Jesse's there and, you know, he's been through hell and back. And it's just kind of like, you know, the windows down, the air, you know, through his hair. Great way to go out. Yeah. That said, free. he's free. That said, I needed more. I needed more, Jesse, man. Hey, yo, Mister White. I needed my guy. He he is the uh, you know unspoken star of the show. Everybody yeah. loves the performance of uh, Cranston and, and Heisenberg and 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 the Mr. Chips to Scarface transformation. But everybody really loved Jesse, and for him to get sure. revenge on his captors and one of the most underrated characters i believe of breaking bad played by jesse plemons of todd mm. you got that flashback of just how twisted that guy was and um yeah you know wrapping up the cleaning lady in the carpet you know just some some extra little uh wild business there was still some tensity involved with it like i i i i really went in with zero expectations
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I came away actually liking El Camino better than the final episode of Breaking Bad. Wow. I really did. I really did. Heart- Mostly because as the series went on, I cared less and less about Walt's family. Um, you know, we already had Hank wrapped up, who was one of my favorite characters. Like,
1: yeah, heartbreaker.
0: Like, oh, yeah. Like when you said the last seasons got dark. <laughs> I mean, what is that? Ozy- I never know how to pronounce it. Ozzy Mandis or, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, that that to me might be one of the best episodes all the time. But as far as finales, like, Jesse's my dude. So I felt like this is more hyper-focused on Jesse. And then, you know, they were kind of setting up, you know, you, you had, like, from episode one of that season, the the big machine gun. What's going to happen with the big machine gun? And then finally comes out in the end of the finale. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's rad. Yeah. And it somewhat backfires, obviously. Um, not somewhat, I guess. If it kills you, that's a full backfire. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I loved that they that they, they put the bow on it, and so yeah, I, I, I love Plemons as an as a um, actor, and I just that movie to me, I watched it three times, and so uh, I loved it. I love the intensity. Or intensity. I keep saying intensity. That's not a word but I'm going to coin it, but I, uh, I loved him going back, you know, looking for the money and the cops are cops. There was a lot. He, and it kind of carries over into Saul too, where people are like, well, how is Gilligan going to keep up? We know what happened. Like how are you going to do a flashback of Saul and still make it, you know, gripping? And he did. And so uh, here too, I was like, okay, if they pull some, Bullshit out that Walt's not dead, and then he pops up at the end or something. I'm gonna lose my soup. And that didn't happen, man. He he, no. he he put a great bow on it, and you got to see just the ride that Jesse went through with him trying to when he's on that harness on the uh I beams and like man, yeah. it's 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 a it's a tough watch, but you know, again, coming out on the end of it, smelling like roses, you know. I loved love it. That's my I loved,
1: I loved, I loved El Camino as a fan of Breaking Bad. I loved it too. Like they have not Gilligan has done nothing to hurt the legacy of Breaking Bad. Everything no. he has done has been great. But all I will say is that you go on that journey with these characters, and you get to the series finale of Breaking Bad. The moment of Jesse, uh, and he's finally free. Mm-hmm. That is satisfying enough to me. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like, like the, the movie was just this is a nice little added bonus for the fans and we've got the deal with Netflix and all that. And it was cool. But just, you know, leaving it up to your imagination, like he's away from these people. He has survived this horrible, horrible situation and come out of the other side, you know there's something really cathartic about that. And, and uh, so well, absolutely. I, not, I, I, yeah. I guess I'll allow you to go with El Camino. It is your show after all, sir.
0: But- oh, and, and I love the lasting image of, of, you know, uh, uh, Walt laying there with, with the wound and I'm mm. not shitting on the final ap- episode by any means necessary. I think it's fantastic. I think it was mm, chef's kiss. Yeah. But for me, if I'm comp- where I was most satisfied
1: mm-hmm.
0: was with was, was Jesse. And to me, that just, since it was happening after the finale, series finale, which I'm not trying to say that you didn't get a finale, because yes, that is the series finale. Mm-hmm. The movie was a kicker. It happens very rarely. We're actually coming up on a prequel movie for Sopranos, you know, like, Every now and then amazing shows are going to do like another kicker that they're
1: Ooh, I can't wait, baby.
0: I know. I love being an HBO max subscriber, but, um, but this to me, like I, maybe again, it was the low expectations leading up to the finale of breaking bad. I was so jacked for it and like it hit, it hit all the marks. So I was like already there and it kept me there maybe took me up a little higher, when I heard El Camino came out, I was like, don't mess with greatness. Like, just let it lie. Stop yourself. This is a money grab. What, what are you doing? I, you're better mm-hmm. than this. Like, so I was like at like a two and it took me up. So maybe I think it was the, the, the fact that I was like at a 10, got to an 11 with the finale of the series. And then I was at a two and it took me to like an 11 with El Camino's. Why well, I hold it a little bit higher, stand, you know, a little bit higher <laughs> okay. regard. Either way, we both nailed the first pick.
1: Yeah, we did. Our first picks are great.
0: And I wouldn't be Ryan Lesk as if I didn't pick El Camino after your You know.
1: All right. Well, then I, I expect with some of my list, you're going to like start picking the reunion shows then and stuff like that. <laughs> no,
0: no. This was a legit <laughs> double finale, so to yeah. speak. I mean, you know, it's All a right. finale. This is just finales, sir. Again, well, I reiterate. I'm uh, I'm
1: ready with my next pick if you are, please. I know what you're waiting for. <laughs> no, but... you don't. You don't. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see if this one throws you a curveball because this. Uh, I'm I'm not a big, sick. I mean, I like sitcoms, but okay, I don't find myself being that emotionally invested in sitcoms the way some people have over the years. Mm-hmm. But full disclosure how I met your mother is not going to be on this list All right, it's not going to be on my list. Sure. Uh, what is on this list though. And the only sitcom, I think I'm going to draft mm. the finale for the fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Sir. Okay. All right. With the second overall pick for me in this bag of six, um, the older the character will got, the more emotionally invested I got in the show. Absolutely. And it became more uh, of a self-conscious thing. It was real reflective of society at that time in the 90s, along with being a really funny comedy. Um, if you were a fan of the show, there's certain episodes you remember. You remember the episode of Will getting shot and him and Carlton going back and forth in the hospital. Hmm. Uh, everybody remembers the episode with his dad and Uncle Phil hugging him and holding him. Always. Uncle, you don't want me, man. There's a lot of, There was a lot, a lot of... Young boys and young men without dads that empathize with that. And it had never been shown like that on TV. So that was a huge thing. And then, of course, the finale. You know, everyone's going off into the world. And Will's still kind of there by himself And that famous scene of him looking around the living room. Yep. You know, kind of looking. won't lie, man. I had a moment like that the other day at the office. I'm, I've packed up all my stuff. And I'm kind of looking around my office and where pictures of my kids were and where awards and stuff like that were. It's just like, whoo! those are those moments that hit you. You don't expect mm-hmm. it necessarily. Yeah. But that finale, chef's kiss. Wow. Fresh
0: Prince of Bel-Air. No, I'm with you on that because I think the talent of Will Smith growing into being an actor in that show Yeah, he didn't plan on it was supposed to be just a fish out of water story of kid from Philly. Oh, now you're in Bel Air and you're a little more hip hop and they're a little more refined and this and that. But like they knew they caught thunder and they and the ratings kept proving so and they kept it going on. And then as his acting chops kept getting better, they could pile more emotional gripping storylines on there instead of like, Hey, where's his jacket inside out at a private school? Whoa. Hey man, that's fly, you know, or whatever. Like, um, but yeah, and it, it, that is a wonderful finale. And I even, and it's brought up a lot. I even just used it recently when the Cubs sold off like all their players, like, you know, it was like Wilson Contreras in the clubhouse, like, and, <laughs> and he's just staying, you know, it's Will there standing there. I mean, that empty living room, that's where his whole life changed. And, and that's where yeah. he, the first room he was in and where jazz got thrown out of so many times. I mean, that room true. has a lot of memories. So
1: true. <laughs> never got tired of jazz getting thrown out of the house either. It's a bit that's that one of those, never yeah. got
0: old. I loved it. That's one of those bits that never got old, dude. You were ready for it. <laughs> All right, man. It's good to know that you only have one sitcom on your list. See, you give too much information so I can push that. That doesn't mean I
1: couldn't switch it up if I wanted to.
0: I just, typically the
1: sitcoms that I would get emotionally invested in, they didn't exactly have the greatest finales. That's all I'm
0: saying. True, 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 true. I never liked uh, uh, How I Met Your Mother from the get-go, so I wasn't... Me neither invested in it i thought that ted character was just horrible as a lead <laughs> He just was he's a he's a terrible lead like i i didn't care who 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 his wife was like that's a bad problem you know i like Siegel. i like hannigan like i like some of the bit players and i'd watch episodes from here to there but i'm like i don't care about ted i really don't not no. in one bit no
1: no ted's right. like uh, he's like carl from the walking dead to me <laughs> Except the whole show revolves around him. You leave Carl alone, man. Oh, sorry. I
0: like Carl. You're the, you're the guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to take this one. I don't even think it's on your list, but I just need to put the status of it up high. Okay. Because it is one of my favorite shows of all time. I still have every episode on DVD in my basement. Yes, I still have shelves of my DVD collections. And uh, they're not even Blu-ray. That's how old they are. But the Shield, hey. the Shield series finale was Great my deal. the first time ever where I just was like, everything I ever wanted is coming to coming coming together, and not ways that I expected it. I mean, you get the full. I mean, you knew that uh, Shane's heel turn was epic, but you didn't know how deep it could go. Yeah, man. Um that was, you know, Chris Benoit type stuff. Like, hey, you know, on, t- on I mean talking about Benoit, are we? Come on. I, I never thought that he would, you know, he he always was for the crew and he did a lot of heinous things and you know, hitting Tavon with the iron and, and his is with Lem, but I didn't think he'd take it on with his family like that. And that was that was like gut wrenching. and then you have our boy loyal ronnie man that's been like the almost opposite angelical like guy gets his face burned off on the stove never budged never broke and he got sold out like that hit me with the second combo punch but then like you know everybody's like well Vic will get busted and this and that and you know he'll finally Mm -hmm. get his just desserts but The way that they did it where he's just basically chained to a desk because he sold everybody out and he's just a big punk uh, was better than him getting, a you know, coming out on top as like the anti-hero. You know, he's not. It's one of the few times where like the anti-hero doesn't go out in a blaze of glory or still stick to his guns. And you're like, you know what? That's who he was the whole time, man. You know, nah, he ended up being a uh, a sellout, and he's just going to live his days just in solitary but like going through the motions of this dead end like desk job and mm-hmm. realizing that everything he had is crumbled and it's like a living hell without being in prison and, and people like still idolizing you know or you've yeah. it was wonderful man it, oh. I, I should have said before this episode started that spoilers are heavy but I will put it in the write-up before before I drop it. But yeah, The Shield, man, I love that series from top to bottom. Uh, you know, the first couple episodes don't date out very well when, you know, Bawa to Bob" by Kid Rock is like the hype music when they're going to raid the house and things of that nature. But at the time... At the time, I was I was in it, dude. I was like, oh, these guys are going to get it. And then you see... They, they execute one of their own members on the first episode. I remember from that moment I was locked in and uh, it never let me down. It was one yeah. of the few, few shows that like every season I felt were on like an equal tier up until the end. And I loved that finale.
1: Yeah, The Shield um, is one of the most underrated uh, shows in TV history, I think. Like, I love The Shield. 100%. Love The Shield. Uh, and if you're a fan of radio, you'll appreciate this uh famous shock jock man cow man cow Mueller. he's got a cameo or two in there where he's getting arrested and beat up and yeah yeah no so, radio trivia for you there i gotta <laughs> do that.
0: yeah yeah I, I mean you know as us being midwesterners i think he was a little more higher profile than than the other coasts but yeah man that it was like one of those things like oh did i just what yeah there was the man cow but yeah man the uh teardrop tattoo there's so many things from that show where it was just like oh man that's that's a new like in you know before breaking it, before breaking bad you know and mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention other shows I mean these were some of the early anti-heroes and I thought about doing that so I'm going to bookmark mm-hmm. that for a future one is you know top six anti-heroes or just anti-heroes in general but Vic Mackey's high on that list. And that, and that finale, I did not see a lot of it coming. And uh, I love when that happens. So
1: Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, then,
0: with my third pick,
1: I have, uh, might be my most controversial selection. Here we go. Yeah, because you're, you're talking about finales and what you didn't see coming. How about 100 million viewers didn't see this coming? Screen goes black.
0: <laughs> i knew it was coming left
1: to your imagination it is in my opinion the greatest television show ever and i love the finale because of how controversial it is i love this
0: the sopranos
1: my friend yeah my third pick in the draft
0: i figured it would come up man and and that's why i didn't say and did i say sopranos yeah i did i was like another because they're going to come out with the movie and that's going to be Saints of Newark, baby. Can't wait. That's Friday. I'm so jacked for it. But um Yep. But I also just wanted to leave it as finales, not mm-hmm. the best finales, not the greatest finales, but just finales because for that reason alone. This is a very polarizing finale. And I remember when it happened, um, I used to have a Sopranos watch party with some some of our friends. Uh Chris Shepard would probably be one of the only, you know, I think yeah. I think the only one you, you know well, and if, you know, other guests of the show, but we, this was back in appointment television, you know, uh, it was, it was Sunday was. nights. Yes. And you didn't DVR. You, you, no, baby, you know, you watched that. Yeah. If you, you lucky, got If you were lucky, you
1: recorded on your, on your, uh, VCR or something like that. You were lucky. Right. Yeah, man. Um, no, I mean, I started the Sopranos with my dad, probably way too young to be watching it. I think, uh. Safe bet. I mean, I uh, I think I was 12 during the first season, maybe 13 during the first season of Sopranos. Instantly I was, booked. I, I, was think in coll-
0: I think I was in college, man, so let's stop. Yeah, 97,
1: <laughs> I think it was the first season of Sopranos, 97.
0: I just liked that I could run around
1: the playground in junior high talking about, you know, big puss, and he was going to get it. I know big pussy's going to get it. I know big pussy's going to get it. Big pussy's a rat, telling my friends that on the playground uh he's a character by the way in the first season first couple seasons anyways um that finale there was nobody was indifferent to it and the whole country watched it like even casual tv fans it's kind of like what recently happened with game of thrones where it became so big people were ordering hbo just to try to catch up with it you know trying to be a part of the phenomenon and casual fans watched it um Man, I just and I love that people still talk. That's a finale that people are going to talk about forever because of, because of how emotionally invested. If you just watch that episode, you have no emotional investment. But If you've been on this ride with Tony and Carmela and the whole family and some of the best acting in the history of TV ever. It's so damn good. And then you get to that point, man, you can't help but feel something about it one way or the other. So and because I just love it. I love how. Everybody had an opinion on it. And unlike say Game of Thrones, where nobody talks about that anymore, think about how Game <laughs> Thrones has gone away. Could have been the could have been the greatest show ever. And the last season really killed it. People, right. you know, 13, 14, 15 years later are still talking about the Sopranos, and they're going to keep talking about it. And that's why the Saints of Newark's coming out is because people still love the Sopranos. So 100
0: and the only reason people will talk about Game of Thrones is because of how badly it was botched, but in this particular, I, David Chase has come out and said a few things, but i still like to leave it up for interpretation, much like the GIF-GIF uh, battle where the guy that created it says it's GIF. I, I'd i say it's GIF. It's a graphic. Sorry, buddy. It's GIF. Graphics is the first freaking word in there, man. Like, it's GIF, dude. So in this, I think Tony got ice, dude. I mean, they, they, they talk about it they always say you never see it coming you just go black i mean the whole thing with it's like they were leading up to that moment and when it happened i was mad at first Mm -hmm. like a lot of people like i said i thought how could like are there that many people watching that they broke hbo like before the good part before the members only guy could come up and do you was that members only guy and why has Meadow never learned a parallel park and what the hell's going on and how long is his journey song? I thought it was a quick one and all that's building up. And I, I really believe he got iced, and that's how I interpreted. So that, that's, that's my, that's me.
1: Well, again, and on the flip side of that, it's, you're seeing the world through Tony's eyes and through Tony's eyes, he doesn't trust anybody he's seen other than his family. Mm-hmm. And it just, and then, you know, it cuts to black. Does that just, is that just the end or. Are all those little nuggets you're talking about of things that he has said to Dr. Melfi and whomever else throughout the series, you never see it coming, goes to black. It can come from all that sort of stuff. Is that what we're yeah. seeing? Are we seeing Tony's death through his eyes, or are we just seeing his life through his eyes? Right. So you don't know. And that's that's another reason I just love that finale so much. And we're never really good. Like Chase has left some little nuggets here and there, you know, those guys have left little nuggets here and there about what really happened. But they like that people still talk about it and still wonder. So I don't think we're ever going to get a definitive answer.
0: My humble thing. Yeah, so. That's mine. That's why I, I like, you know, I felt like I needed to go out with him going out. And like I said, the way that I felt the story progressed is I feel like that was it. That was the end. Yeah. He, he got, he got, <laughs> you don't want to see the aftermath too. So I think in to do it that way, like nobody needs to see like, Carm covered in, in, in skull pieces and like screaming go. and all, you know, like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nobody needed that. So, you know, <laughs> no. the way that they did it was was in my opinion, he's, he went out like that. All right. All right. We I'm going to take good. I'm gonna take another. You know what? I got a f- couple under underrated ones here, but I don't think any of these are on your list. But just in case this one might be. I'm going to take a third and uh as much as i'm not the hugest fan of the state in general even though you know welcome any listeners from the state of texas um uh, texas forever my friend friday night lights is uh, isn't a i knew you were
1: going to take friday night lights i uh, i had it on the list but i didn't think it would be one of mine i would take i knew that you would though
0: so oh man like the way they shoot that game it's beautiful like i mean like where you don't even actually see the game you're seeing the 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 players that you grew up with and like you know the storylines unfolded and you don't even see the final catch you just see vince with the with the with the state shirt and the ring and like you realize it's it is the if you hadn't already you you should have but it's Mm -hmm. it's the it's the coach and tammy show and coach is gonna after all those years of putting himself first, finally, you know, put his wife first and 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 change his career paths and his goals that she has sacrificed through all the years to do, and 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 follow her dreams. And then, of course, you get you know the the um, Matt and uh, Julie like you know relationship again another Jesse Plemons uh, performance. You get to see Landry come back looking all cool from college um you get the, the you get the final tyra and tim moment and and tim and his land and 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 like uh he's gonna be okay you know after him and, and his brother's uh shenanigans like he, it's so much good closure um it summed it all up i mean if it wasn't for that damn rider strike in in season two and when Landry killed a guy for no damn reason. And uh, that's like the biggest like mar on what could be one of the greatest series of all time. And uh, yeah, I I feel like they, they wrapped it up beautifully, you know. Yeah. Clear eyes, full hearts can't lose, man. I just I just I love that relationship. I still try to pretend I like Kyle Chandler and other things, and I realize I don't. I just like him because of Friday Night Lights. I watched like a season and a half of that stupid show on Netflix that I'm just like, I don't like this, but I'm trying to. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I, I. That was his role. That's his only role. I, I'm, I don't ride for um, Kyle Chandler in anything but Friday Night Lights, man. I, I like that show so much that I kept like giving him like fourth and fifth and sixth opportunities. Oh,
1: I should you get know, you a t-shirt that says, I only ride for Kyle Chandler on Friday Night Lights.
0: <laughs> it's a bit wordy, but it might work. No um,
1: it fit
0: on a T-shirt. Connie Britton, on the other hand, is a you know a, a powerhouse. I love her. I love just, Connie Britton. I love just her. watched White Lotus. She was she was wonderful in it. Like love her. But um, the first season of uh, American Horror Story, she was wonderful. But, um, yeah. But yeah, that that's a Christmas theme in there. Just like the way it's shot, like everything is so beautiful and it's it's all putting together the pieces and they're not always like the happiest and it's not all sunshine and rainbows but um yeah just and i love just the way they shot the game Mm because like everybody always expects like you know the state championship's gonna be like you know uh varsity blues or in the past when they did it for their you know the the first uh you know dylan yeah it's but it's no, it's, it's just like a little piece of here and there and you get what's happening without having to be force fed it. And it's, I love it, dude. That's, that's that's definitely one of my favorite finales ever.
1: It's a good one. I, I had it on my list. It was a deep cut though. I wasn't going to take it early. It was one, like if you, if you took some of my picks, I was like, okay, I'll come back at him later. So
0: I don't, I don't know if I'm going to have, I don't know if I'm going to steal many dude. Mine are kind of out there. Mine are personal.
1: Yeah, and you swear you don't have any fast food on there because if you got something like the end
0: of the monster roast beef or something like that or – No fast food. I Uh, do stand by a previous episode. I don't even know. It might just be on the YouTube channel. Uh, I'll probably do it as a throwback. But spoiler alert, French fries are one of the greatest sidekicks of all time. I'm just going to say that.
1: That was me and you, yeah. Yeah, you said French fries was
0: the greatest sidekick of all time. Not the greatest, but one of them. I'll, re- I'll release it as a bonus episode my kids are down to delete my computer again
1: uh, all right, if memory uh, serves me you, you use french fries as your last choice and greatest sidekick ever and I was like you've got to be kidding it's a, it was a great pick People, we we're going back and forth we were talking about Robin and I, Beavis and Butthead and all this other stuff and you come in with french fries give me a break alright my
0: great. Wonderful pick. <laughs> Wonderful pick. I stand by um,
1: You often tease me about being an HBO fanboy, and I can't help it that HBO over the last 25 or so years has created the best in television. I mean, that's just a fact. I can't do anything about that. They're, they're the best. So I do have HBO shows here. This next one.
0: Gone from Cincinnati. No, oh, I thought I had
1: it. it only had one season of John from Cincinnati, but it was a but one of my biggest regrets in life is saying in front of you that I didn't think it was that bad.
0: <laughs> if that's one of your biggest regrets, my man, you've you've won.
1: <laughs> I'll never live that down. I didn't think it was that bad. Like It's one of the worst shows ever. Oh, my God, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> I was like, I just think it got a bad rap because it followed The Sopranos. It got a bad rap because it's shit. It sucks. It was, <laughs> that show is terrible. Man, I liked that O'Neill in that. But anyway.
0: Spot okay. on impression, by the way. I've never sounded so, uh, so. Yeah. Uh, you know.
1: So much like Probably. Fred Durst. That's what I was really doing there. There's like, uh-huh. my uh-huh. impression. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. No, That's you that.
1: really don't sound like that at all. I know. Uh, but this is one that is is—it's near and dear to my heart. Yeah, I think it's a super, super underrated show. Uh, if you are someone who was just heartbroken by the finale of Lost. You would not be heartbroken by this finale. I think it's a good redeemer. I'm talking about The Leftovers, my friend. Oh. Three, seasons, three seasons of just so, it's so smart. And there's so many elements that are packed into this series and what the show is about, about life, about our values. And of course, it takes place essentially in a post-apocalyptic world. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, out of nowhere, 2% of the world's population just die. They just vanish. And the Leftovers are us, the people that are l- still on Earth, left behind, and what, right. how people live and the way it is wrapped up. Uh, it, to me, it's very similar to Breaking Bad. Like, the last two episodes of The Leftovers, very, very,
0: very, very satisfying. Very satisfying for now. Let me know. I I watched... I think the first season all the way through, um, there, it was between this. I, I was going to guess where you're going. It was between this and another very famous HBO finale, which I also have not seen the whole season. I was ready to be spoiled on because I'm just never going to get to it. But um, break it down for me because like, yeah, when I was in, yeah, it was kind of like the um, the rapture to me. It was like, okay.
1: That's what it is. It's it is. It's the rapture. It's never yeah. called the rapture, but that's what it is. Uh, it's the rapture. It's what's left over on earth after God takes 2% of the population.
0: Right. And, and I, was, I was in it first, cause it was like, they're reporting some of the people that were missing. And it was, people were like that guy, like the famous people. And um, <laughs> there were all these people smoking. And I'm like, I need to figure out what the hell. All yeah. This is. So, so the,
1: the, you know, the smokers, it's essentially, it's a cult. It talks a lot about, there's a lot in there about tribalism and how people after tragedy, it's a lot about mental health, quite frankly. A lot of the show is about mental health. And after tragedy, how we react, how we are influenced by stuff. Some people, um, you know, they retreat. I don't know if retreat's the right word necessarily. Some people turn to their families, their close friends, the people they can trust. Others can be led astray to different things. Sure. And so you're seeing these really good people fall in with this cult. Um, who don't speak, they won't right. speak unless uh, the government recognizes those that are lost in some way, shape or form there's there's just a lot of, chaos that goes on in the world and you're seeing it up close in, in an ugly sort of way with you know, uh, homegrown terrorist attacks and things like that um, but the chief um, who is played by Justin Thoreau, who's just so good in this show. He plays the character of Kevin. He's the sheriff in his town. And a lot of it involves what's going on in his mind, what's real and what's not. Um, it's, it's so hard to explain the fantasy elements of it because it's existing in his mind. Like, is right. he going crazy? Is he really being chased by people that are trying to murder him because he knows something? There's a lot to it. But in the end, a big bow is wrapped up on it in the last two episodes in a very, very smart and satisfying way. I uh, can't recommend it enough, man. Tell three me. Three I want to
0: know. I want to know. What do you want to know? I'm not going to watch it.
1: You're not going to watch the f- – why? It's three season.
0: <laughs> I know. But I'm going to tell myself I am, and I'm not. And I want all of our listeners that are with you, Curtis, like, damn, that, was, that should have been pick one. I want them to get their just desserts it's, on why it was so satisfying.
1: 28 episodes. I'm looking at the list of episodes right now.
0: I'm like 16 shows behind of what I already want to watch. I haven't finished so many things, Curtis. I'm not going to, man. I, I'm being realistic now.
1: You're not going to watch this. There's no way I can get you to.
0: No. Uh-uh, not going to get there. And if you mention the other one, too, that one's like six or seven seasons. I'm never going to get well, to.
1: There's, There's different, like... Okay, Liv Tyler as one of the lead actresses in the show. You right. know were talking about the, the, uh, the shield and a heel turn.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Liv Tyler ends up just becoming flat out evil by the end of it. Her, and it's so, she becomes a cult leader. And they're trying to do all sorts of horrible things from kill babies to, I mean, like, it's a messed up stuff. And it's about stopping society as a whole because they haven't gotten over the rapture. So we have to end society as a whole. But um, I've heard some people knock the finale, the very, very last episode, because it doesn't have all the action. The second to last episode is where uh, the chief is in gunfights, and there's bloodshed, and there's action nonstop, and it's high drama. The end of that, the finale, which I think is so satisfying, it's, in a way, kind of like El Camino in this regard. It's years down the road, and you're seeing what has happened to the survivors. Okay. Of the they're, they're older now. They're, they're all in their, you know, the, the series that all takes place, they're in their, probably, say, mid to late 30s, early 40s. Now they're all in their late 50s, early 60s. Okay. Um, they're out of the cities. They've gotten away from the cities where all these terrible things have happened. They're out on ranches. They're living alone, and it's really society starting over. And that's that's what makes it so satisfying to me. It's the idea of society starting over, but you're only seeing it through
0: one character's eyes. So, okay, I dig it. I dig I'm it.
1: Trying not to. I'm trying to spoil. All it right, for I'll bump. Part, I'll, I'll bump it. it for
0: other people. I'll bump it up over some things. Okay, man, it might we, get there. Do you have to watch every Fast and Furious movie?
1: Can you put some of those on hold for a minute?
0: Uh, yeah, More man. I do. I do, as a matter of fact. But um, no, I heard like it, it got better as it went along. And it was one of those like I listened did, to man. some other podcasts of, you know, fart sniffery TV uh, <laughs> critics and things of that. So like I take some of it with a grain of salt. Of like you know this is wonderful this is the best ever kind of things but I've I've pretty much across the board heard heard great things about it so well the,
1: the do you find out
0: different... ever if it is really the rapture or is it just like a random thing say that again for me do they ever do they ever really come out and say that it is the rapture like is there is there spiritual elements in there you just never find uh, out yes. why they yes there,
1: there are there are but but no one will no one wants to admit it was the rapture okay you have characters that say that um. There's a character who's a priest, and he's trying to spread the word. He's trying to continue to spread the word of Christianity. He's a recovering alcoholic. He's got kind of a dark past. He's also a a brother of Nora, who's one of the main characters. The finale revolves around Nora and what she sees. She goes through horrible things. She loses her whole family in the rapture. She won't call it that, but her brother will, who's a priest. And he's the one that keeps saying we have to he's talking about, we have to respect God. We have, this is God's word. This is God's will, these sort of things. We have to recover from this and do what God hopes people do. And a lot of people don't want to hear that because they're suffering. They're in so much pain, you know, with the loss of their loved ones. So um, there's the last two episodes. I wanted to make sure I got the titles, right? The most powerful man in the world. That one is all about Justin Thoreau's character, the chief and that is he's an assassin at this point i know that sounds crazy it's not making sense (laughs) i'm operating as an assassin at this point and he's taking out some powerful people whereas the very last episode is the book of nora and it wraps up everything for her and that character and in essence wraps up the whole show sorry man i know i went off on a tirade there but that's all right
0: that's what i wanted that's what i asked you for sir that's what you got baby all right Well, I'm going to take it. You're talking about 2%. Yeah. And uh, again, we're just talking finales. They don't always have any TV finales. I'm talking about 55% of all existence. I'm talking 22 movies and all kind. I saw them all in the theater, but I'm talking the Avengers Endgame, baby, as one of the greatest finales of all
1: time. All right.
0: Say I'm wrong. Say I'm wrong. You're just mad because you didn't think of it. <laughs> the The tie-up of the Tony Stark Iron Man. You know the 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 struggling with where he comes from and his heroic ending. The uh, Captain America, the way he goes back and 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 changes his whole life plan and and ends up you know living for his true love. But then just the whole movie itself. The they didn't. I mean, time travel movies always can go terribly wrong, but they opened it up and left things open for the multiverse and all the stuff we're about to see now. You see, uh, Fat Thor, which is just a wonderful, like hilarious comedic effect. Uh, Intelligent Hulk, like all these things that you never, you had no idea was coming. Everybody knew after you know the first one, you know, the Infinity War. Okay, yeah oh, no, we lost Spider-Man and all that kind of. Yeah, you knew they were all going to come back, that they weren't going to really, you know, kill off all these people. But you didn't know how and why and all that kind of stuff. And again, I saw every single one of the Avengers movies in the theater. And you can still, if you're on TikTok or anything like that, you'll eventually get like the movie theater reaction when Captain America is sitting there and he gets like the, 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 the little faint in his earpiece, you know, like i'm right behind you i'm on your six and then all of a sudden the portal's all open and all the people that you thought were dead come and rush and the big battle against Thanos, and it was just like a pop in a theater that i don't know if i've ever heard before or after um so yeah going end game one of the finales
1: no i'm not i'm not gonna hate i'm not gonna hate but um if you read the comics you knew they came back. I mean I was going to say that. If you if you read the comic books you know that the Thanos was defeated and they had, he didn't really
0: kill all those characters that's just another <laughs> side point there. I'm going at the art before us. Yes, I you know, so, realize and, it's probably I canon. Well, you 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 talked about
1: the pop right in the theater which is you know it's so great because people were emotionally invested in these characters over the last 10 years. And yeah. you know a lot of people that were really upset and really sad after spidey and the rest of them get wiped out by thanos you know in infinity wars in the previous film um they've been
0: waiting like it was a year and a half maybe even two years before you know they were on pins and needles waiting for that one moment and even though they knew it was coming they weren't ready for how it was coming and when it actually came they couldn't control themselves man I was it was I get it.
1: I get it. You know, uh, I'm a pro wrestling fan. CM Punk just came back a few weeks ago and I was very emotional about it. I understand. There you go. There you go. I'm just saying my nerd shines through like everybody else's. Exactly, man. I yeah, we all get emotionally invested.
0: And uh, yeah, I didn't read the comics. All this stuff was new to me. Like I read comics when I was a kid. And this might even have been there when I was a kid. I don't know. I wasn't up on it. I just grabbed random things based on covered art off of the rack at Diana Foods when I'd get done at Indian Acres. And I needed some time to kill before my mom picked me up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, like
0: oh, Yeah. End
1: game. Yeah. All right. I'll give it to you. I'm not gonna I have no arguments for it. Sure. No, you don't I have just, to I just I just didn't know we could choose movies. If we could, I mean I would have
0: I said finale. Get, all right, go ahead, man. Hey, I'll let you get a bonus at the end. Go no, through, now you're like, putting on actual, spot. I don't know. Go through actual trilogies and movies that have arcs that... Usually the second movie is the greatest one of all of them. Almost across the board. All right, but, then
1: I'll go... Well, yeah, if I was going to do that, I would do like The Godfather 2. But they made The Godfather 3.
0: Right, that's not the finale, man. That's why, it should yeah. have been. It should have been. And even if you try to do Jedi, which is not the best movie they came out with all the other crap ass uh yeah you know, all right and like you're not gonna do the last trilogy because that was shit and, i know yeah, oh I'm i just, just upset saying. a whole bunch hey, i might need to edit that one now but you know the the calm f- down ryan my goodness
1: you're very the rise
0: of skywalker I'm, I'm not even gonna get into it but, all, right. all right so yeah i said finales that's all i said Okay. And that is one of the biggest finales in like the past, you know, however long. So,
1: Well, I have to take something back that I said to you earlier, sir. I'm looking at my choices here, and I said I may only take one sitcom, but I am not. Mmm! Uh-huh. Yeah, you better... Over- oh, I pushed
0: mine down the list,
1: damn it. <laughs> yeah, you better get ready, because I am taking what might be the finale of arguably the greatest sitcom of all time. The comedy that was... A show about nothing i'm taking seinfeld with the mm. fourth pick in my bag of six for my finale sir seinfeld i thought for sure you would take it by now yeah. i'm really only taking it because you were silly enough to choose a movie and get away from tv <laughs> seinfeld and you know what makes that finale so great that's our thing it was kind of polarizing at the time People were, what really oh yeah didn't really do anything they go to jail it's a show about nothing It's about, it's just day in the life stuff of Jerry and his friends. And that episode is no different. And it is so, so funny. If you were somebody that was disappointed in like 97, 98, whenever that was, I think 98 when the finale was, 97. Mm -hmm. If you were disappointed in it, go back and watch it now. You're going to laugh your ass off because it is still classic Seinfeld stuff. It is
0: still hilarious. No, you realize they are horrible people. You don't realize it along the journey, but they're really... They really are. Self-centered, like, horrible people. And the way they tie the bow up on it, that, like, they're making fun of this person getting, like, you know, assaulted because he's overweight and he can't, you know, and, like, there's repercussions to this and Mm -hmm. they end up paying for it. And then when you start going through their checkered past of all the actual, like, you know, egocentric, self serving things yes. they did to really screw yes. up a lot of people's lives or give them bad days. But even when they get in jail, they're just kind of like, huh, you know, and then they do the kickback to the first episode yep. with the, the, the discussion of the button, you know, or the collar. Is it the button or the collar that, like, that's just a waste of, you know,
1: the collar? Yeah. Collar.
0: Yeah. yeah that's just a waste of a shirt underneath the sweater or whatever, you know, and it's like a tie back to the very first conversation, you know, it's exactly. wonderful.
1: Exactly exactly oh so satisfying love it yeah you thought i was
0: gonna bust another hbo show didn't you but i pushed it down after your your bold claim there you can pivot man i get it well i
1: mean i'm trying to think if there's any film i would take for a finale but there really isn't
0: it's tough man it's tough so it's tough i i can make a case for some but it would be a lot more uh song and dance to try to you know like man i'll tell you what friday after next you made my christmas movies list but i'll tell you it really <laughs> craig's journey is no i can't i can't i want to friday after
1: next not a christmas movie i'll debate that one more than die hard oh yeah i said it
0: what the whole thing <laughs> is based on the, the the santa that's robbing everybody take your pick Come and it on. ends in a christmas all right well i'm not going to redo that okay all right <laughs> I've got four left and I've got two picks to make. Uh Uh-oh. One is polarizing just to be polarizing and I really want to pick it. Okay. Mm, One is way off the grid and I'll just skip it since you already got on me about movies. This one's further out of the box than movies.
1: Oh,
0: It's not burgers, but it's, you know, it's close. Um, Some sort of
1: breakfast thing. It's the Is it Hardy's cinnamon raisin biscuit since they discontinued it? Because that's, you know, controversial.
0: You know, I don't eat devil turds, dude. There's no raisins anywhere near my house within a mile. Go
1: ahead. Go ahead.
0: (laughs) All right. I'm going to take. I'll just take my sitcom. Do it. Because I love the show creator. I love the way it is. And maybe it's just because I'm getting older and you think about, you know, existential crises and and what does it all mean but the good place was an amazing show and they took it because it is all about the afterlife and what happens in the afterlife and then they get to a point where like what's the good place what's the bad place and then the bad place is a good you know the good place is a bad place and long story short, you slowly get to choose how long you want to remain in the afterlife. And then you start to come to grips of how long's too long and making that choice to walk through the very final door. And the way that they kind of attack that, it's like, oh man, they even start making up terms for how long time is and how many lifetimes these people have lived, you know, and eventually you have enough and you come to this point. And I just thought it was so beautifully done. I mean, aside the show's hilarious, you know, I love. It. And I will go to bat that Ted Danson could be one of the greatest TV actors of all time, mm. um, because of between this Cheers and you know things like um, bored to Death and other great shows he's been on, like he probably has more hits and, and longevity than any TV actor. But I mean, when he plays Michael Realman or Michael Reelman or you know. <laughs> when he goes to be a human, which is one of the only things he's ever wanted to do. And then the end, like, uh, like little sign from Eleanor that she's okay when she goes to the door. I mean, it's amazing. And then you still get your, your, your Mendoza, you know, he finally got the perfect Madden score. Uh, you know you realize donkey dugs his dad like i mean they give you like all the tie-ups that you want from other famous sitcoms of how these characters lives wrapped up but considering it happens in the afterlife like some of the other power hitters i you know maybe that was your last sitcom but people might might get on me for not picking like parks and rec or office or any of those kind of things which all had wonderful finales but it was yeah. kind of like you know Giving you the closing chapter on everybody's lives, but there's still a lot of life left. And this one, this was like the end chapter. And I felt it was so unique in that aspect that you've maybe were cut short on life and maybe you weren't the best person there, but the amount of time you live in the afterlife and then choosing when you're actually going to be done, 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 and that you've done it all and that you're at that point of inner peace. I thought it was just amazing. Good place.
1: I'm surprised that you did not take cheers, quite frankly.
0: I thought about it. I think it's a wonderful finale, but it's it's there's been so many good ones in kind of similar paths that I don't really think that one. Like I said, if I mentioned Parks and Rec, I, I mentioned office, I feel all those are kind of on the same tier as cheers where I think the good place is elevated just a a bit above that. And Seinfeld of course was on my list too, just because the the unique aspect that isn't similar to any of those, but the fact that they just, they just did their own thing and i I love the way they tied them up without actually being like george actually went on to be an importer exporter you know they didn't have to do that shit they're just in jail for being horrible people and it doesn't really still bother them at all (laughs) and we got to see all of our favorite characters in court and it was beautiful so yeah um i feel like a lot of those other ones are kind of on the same tier but for me the good place like i got Ah oh, man, you know, maybe I was cutting onions. I don't know. Maybe my ceiling fan hadn't been dusted in a while, but you know, it got to me and I really enjoyed it.
1: All right. Fair enough. So should I go ahead and take cheers here or. You got another sitcom.
0: No, no, I don't. Okay, I was like, man, just messing with you. Just messing that's with you. gonna be the ultimate flim flam. Was like, I only have one sitcom left. Spoiler alert: I have all sitcoms.
1: Actually, I got a, I got a handful of sitcoms left on my list here. That if I was choosing from, I thought that maybe I would only take one. Though it turns out I've taken two. I'm considering taking Home Improvement for the finale, where they actually move the house physically from Detroit, Michigan, to wherever it was that Tim the Toolman Taylor ended up. Yeah, and that's not what I'm going with. Okay. No, I'm going back to fly my HBO flag, sir. And another just perfect wrap-up and so satisfying in a lot of ways and bittersweet Uh, again, one of the most underrated
0: TV shows
1: I think ever. I'm talking about six feet
0: under my That's what I thought you were taking when you took the leftovers and I have not I've not caught up on it and I've debated many times if I I've avoided reading all spoilers and yes, any, but Listen. I'm ready. I'm ready, Curtis. No, I'm not
1: spoiling Here's why. Nope, no, 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 no. Spoil me tell it. You, you make that face at me. I'll tell you something right now.
0: Spoil, spoil it. I was hoping you were gonna pick this so I can finally be free of this burden. No, no, I'm like halfway through season two, and I think there's like six seasons, dude. There's I can't five. I can't five, five nope, there's five seasons. Too much, too much. Five, one, two, three, too four, much.
1: five seasons. It's too much. Listen, no, this the show ended in two thousand five. Two thousand five sixteen years ago. Can you believe that? And I haven't watched it yet, dude. Spoil me. No, I can't do it. I spoil can't. me. Not at this time when there's so much H when there's HBO Max, and you can watch everything on demand, and you can go back and binge this stuff and appreciate it for what it is, and that is great television. It's so. Like We talk about the dark comedic elements of something like Breaking Bad. There was dark comedic elements in Six Feet Under way before Breaking Bad. There's so much about that show that is so, it it deals with everything. This show deals with everything, of course. It's about a family that owns uh, a funeral home and um, they're a struggling business. And it takes place after uh, uh, the patriarch of the family dies in the first episode in a car wreck and he keeps coming back his ghost or his memory whatever keeps coming oh back.
0: i saw like, like i said oh, i saw a couple seasons i'm not I...
1: setting this up for you i'm setting it up for people that haven't seen it sir you need to finish it i know what you're waiting on i'm not going, I'm going to waiting. spoil me sean hobbs part seven will come out whenever it comes out you can watch
0: six oh. feet under okay at least michael c hall's mentioned because you you know dexter won't be so yeah no there is no dexter <laughs>
1: And, and you know what? Michael C. Hall's acting in uh, Six Feet Under. I know Dexter's the one that made him a superstar, right? But...
0: No, oh, he's uh, phenomenal in what I have seen of it, you know. and whoo, He's so good. He's such a and my boy actor. Sisto.
1: <laughs> Jeremy Sisto is such a turd in this show, man. He's <laughs> such an unlikable piece of crap. Um, His character in Six Feet Under, I dislike him so much that there were other films that Jeremy Sisto did after that, and I just hated him as soon as I saw him on screen.
0: That means he did he, his job,
1: right? He's probably a really nice human being. Even stuff he did before that, like, what was that? Uh, was he, in Clu- he was in Clueless, right? Wasn't he in Clueless?
0: Was he Elton?
1: I think he yeah. was. Yeah, Rolling with the whom. Yeah yeah, 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 I hate him as Elton in that show, just his little
0: in that movie. A little role in Clueless now because of how much yeah. I hated him. He wouldn't date Ty because of social standings. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. We can talk clueless for hours, but um. And then was was Rain Wilson the creepy like caretaker of the mom? Yes, small role.
1: Rain Wilson, yes, good pull right there. Yeah. Like he. uh, Little side note: Rain Wilson is the caretaker of the mom in uh, Six Feet Under, precursor to him getting a role in Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses, Mm. and then that all led to him eventually getting the role of Dwight in The Office. True story. Spoil me, Curtis. Spoil me. Nope, oh, not doing it, man. It's that good. It's that good. I already gave too much a little bit ago uh, for the leftovers. In but the I will say,
0: out. there is um, our German listeners are pissed at you right now. Watch it. There's a there's a baby that's born prematurely. You know what? I'll just watch that There's, one then. And that'll be so unsatisfying. And I'm just going to watch the final episode. And it won't
1: even... you could have given 600. me the
0: actual reason why it's so good? Oh. It won't. And I'm just going to watch the last episode. It's going to be unfulfilling. Here's the deal.
1: the fa- it, It's bittersweet. This family at this point, when you get to the finale of it, this family that's been a tight-knit unit that has gone through hell in a lot of different ways. At this point, they're completely fractured. And you can kind of pick and choose, for lack of a better term, whose side you're on, who's right in the family, who's wrong in the family. But this finale, it all brings everybody full circle in a sense. Everybody's back together in a sense, and it puts a bow on all the hardships. Everything gets tied up very, very nicely. So you're not left wondering. That's all I'm going to say, Ryan. All right, man, fine. Fine. Then I'm... Then also, just Jeremy gonna- Sisto dies. Jeremy Sisto dies. He's dead. <laughs> Does he? Yeah, Prick deserves it, too. He gets what's coming to him.
0: Not in the finale, though, just somewhere along the way. Somewhere along the line, he dies, nah. yeah. So he's, like, in the opening sequence. Because that's how every episode opens, right? If someone dies. That's right. Yeah. All right. Or at the very end. I can't remember where he dies, but he's dead. Well, part of me just wants to say fireworks just to piss you off, but I'm sure not going right. to. Go ahead. Go ahead. Cause that is the greatest finale. Like nobody really wants to see fireworks. Like yeah, okay, but it's usually a big deal and a lot of traffic and everything. And like you go to like a show and, but when that grand finale hits, you you are mesmerized and you realize like you know what fireworks are pretty damn cool. But I'm I just not going fireworks
1: quit. last night. No, go for it. You can use fireworks. Let me tell you something. No, uh, no, 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 no. I'm not going. I just watched a uh, town's fireworks. Uh, my town's fireworks from my front porch last night.
0: And the finale was the best part. I mean, that's it the was best pretty part. nice. Yeah, it
1: was really, really nice. I took <laughs> some pictures. I put it on my Instagram at Curtis Allen. You can find me on Instagram. There you go. Curtis
0: Allen. Follow my man Curtis in his in his new, you know, adventures through life. Yeah, but I'm not going to because I do need to give props to another show that's underrated, much like The Shield. I just wanted to say fireworks, and it's it's amazing. Um, A man, Timothy Oliphant. Oh! Very underrated actor in a lot of great shows, especially one of my, Curtis's favorite shows, which didn't come up, which I also haven't finished. It's an HBO show, but that's not the one I'm speaking of, sir. No,
1: yeah, you're not talking about Deadwood. I know what you're talking about.
0: I'm talking about Mr. Raylan Givens from Justified. I already yeah. talked about Walton Goggins earlier on The Shield. Yeah. But the relationship between Boyd Crowder and Raylan Givens, um, you expect the big shootout that never happens but you know they dug coal together i mean that's one of my favorite lines from, yeah. from any show and and he becomes a preacher and you know he he saves his son from him in a way by you know but ava crowder gets her you know full story like she comes around that's a very tragic character yeah. I haven't seen it but you know you get Sam Elliott in there who should have been in the show and you're like why isn't Sam Elliott in you get your Sam Elliott fix you finally get and- Sam Elliott in Justified yeah yeah, you finally get that in there you get the art or art, which is probably my favorite character in there that has yeah. one of the greatest slowest chase scenes in the history of television um, which is <laughs> <laughs> if you know you know if you watch Justified but like yeah. the whole the gunfight And they, it's one of those things they've been setting up as well, where people mock Raylan Givens for wearing his hat too high. Yeah. He's not a true cowboy, you know, he's went down to Florida. He hasn't been around the holler in a while and boy, you get to see some real interesting uh, sides of, of country living going through the whole series. But what saves his life is the gunshot uh, just nicks his head and doesn't, and doesn't take him out. Right. But uh yeah, man. It's a wonderful wrap up. Uh, like I said, Ava uh, Crowder, one of the truly tragic characters of TV history, finally get, you know, nurse son, Zachariah with his shirt buttoned up yeah. like, like Boyd and, you know, they're going to be okay, you know, so to speak. And um, yeah, it, it's just a wonderful finale. If for a show that I didn't know I'd love as much as I would, I just watched it mostly because of the actor and it was on FX and I liked some of the other stuff they were putting out there and, and it became like, again, another, even though I DVR'd it, I still was watching it live kind of thing. Like, you know, if I happen to be 10 minutes late, then I was just catching up through commercials. Or if I watched it, it was an hour after it was on. So it was either semi-live, but I, I never missed it. And yeah, they wrapped it up beautifully. And if you haven't watched Justified, boy, do you have something really uh, special in store for you. So go check that yeah. out.
1: Yeah, Justified is, uh, again, highly underrated. Great, great show. It's very satisfying. And kind of like what you just said, Ryan, I only watched it because I was such a fan of Deadwood and Timothy Oliphant. I wanted to see him on screen continue to be a badass. Um, I would have taken Deadwood, except, you know, it's three it seasons. didn't really have
0: a finale, did it? And it then it didn't the really movie? have The movie
1: that came out last year ends up being the finale that fans were waiting for. And
0: Was it okay? No, it was good. I got no complaints about the finale. But not noteworthy. It was just fan service, basically, right? That's it totally was. Yeah, it
1: was fan yeah. service. It was to bring these characters back, you know. If I had one complaint, actually, I did complain about it on Twitter. I said the only complaint I had was that Dan Doherty didn't whip a bunch of people's asses, but it's, you know, been 20 years or whatever, 15 years since the show was on. Right. And uh, W. Earl Brown played the character of Dan Doherty, who is the big badass in the bar he's the he's the head henchman so to speak and it, his character is in one of the greatest fight scenes in fact i think it's been voted like the best fight scene in tv history a bunch of times uh, his fight scene with oh gosh i can't remember the character's name the commandant and they fight in the middle of the street in deadwood and there's eyes that you see ripped out and there's drowning in water and it's like you it's an emotional ride <laughs> and right and so then you fast forward to that show the the movie the deadwood movie it's like man w o brown it's been 20 years he can't he can't fight like that anymore
0: but yeah man.
1: so they just have him shoot people with a gun
0: anyway we'll we'll have we'll have our uh deadwood talk another time we're getting there pretty long help I mean, you know,
1: on a tangent i'm sorry
0: no, 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 no. We will. I just, I, I think we're about at an hour twenty or so right now. So oh I'm just going to go wrap up. Way too much. I'm sorry. No, man. I love it, and the listeners love it, and they will continue to listen because this is this is prime free content. So yeah. thank you. I'm going to do the other ones I had. Like you know, I'm just not going to really delve in on them because they weren't like awesome finales, but they were like personal to me. Like I really liked shows like. um. Uh burn notice and like uh just ran a prison break, like you know, it was prison break. There you go. Ones that I stuck in with, but like they weren't really great finales, they were really great shows. But it's no. like and of course, I've mentioned the office, parks and rec, they all did a wonderful job tying cheers, did a great job tying things yeah. up. I was gonna mention St. Elsewhere just because it is so polarizing that like when any show comes to an end, they're always nervous that it's just going to be inside the mind of an autistic boy. Um, Just because of the, the fact that like in the eighties, this multi Emmy winning show, like, I don't know where they just like, I don't know what to do, man. It's like, I don't know. Let's just make it a snow globe. I don't know, man, (laughs) whatever about it, dude. Like that thing has been like so iconic as like the iconic finale that they're like, ah, you don't know, remember that construction worker, man? Maybe his kid just made it all up. Like, what? Who does that? Who does that in the 80s? And I always respected that. Um, so those are just a few that I had on the top of my head. How about you? Well, my,
1: my last one was, if you didn't take it, was going to be The Office. I was going to go with, I know, I said I was going to do more than one sitcom, but I was considering a toss-up between The Office and then some of the like, big iconic shows like MASH and Cheers, right? But I don't remember MASH. I, I was never see that's MASH. my parents, yeah. You know, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I I watched Mash with them. Yeah. Um, I was gonna throw you a curveball with this one. Soap, going back to the mm. 70s, or the 80s, soap, loved it. So well done. Billy Crystal.
0: Uh, I remember the show,
1: don't don't remember many details. So good. And then I also had on there because I love HBO so much and i love michael k williams i was debating between the wire and boardwalk empire
0: mm. so yeah you know rest in peace michael k i think though obviously everybody's considers the wire one of the greatest shows ever and a lot of people actually hate on season 5 which i think is yeah grossly overdone i mean yeah the serial killer thing is a little bit corny and okay but they did they did wrap it up well. And I was always a big fan of bubbles and I like to see like characters like that, get their, their stories, you know, wrapped up. So, but yeah, yeah, it's not an iconic series finale in my opinion, because some of the other seasons and the season finales were stronger than Oh, absolutely. Finale, you know,
1: absolutely. Um. Yeah. I'm still waiting for season two of the night of, didn't know what happened. with <laughs> Stop. The one- All right. <laughs> we're done. All right, oh, man. Okay.
0: Make sure to follow Pain Productions and all your social media outlets at Pain Pro. You can find Curtis Allen at Curtis Allen. He makes memes, says funny things, keeps me up to date on uh, wrestling stuff because I have no yeah, I idea do. what's going on. Yeah, I do. Thank you so much, buddy. Uh, I love you, man. Thanks for having me again. Yep. Oh,